Don't forget to turn your clocks back to 2016. What's up? This is Mark K. Saves the Republic. And we're almost there, folks. We're, we're this close. I can taste it. And if you're uh, listening to the podcast, I'm holding my fingers about as close as possible without them actually uh, without them actually touching. There's a lot of positive news coming out this weekend, which means the Democrats are going to continue to ramp up their attacks on Donald Trump. They're going to make they're going to pull out all the stops to stop Donald Trump from winning in 2024, even though with the splintering support for Joe Biden based on the Israeli situation, based on surging crime in cities, based on the open border, based on the economy, based on his advanced age, if you will, his bumbling and stumbling and his inability to speak words or 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 stand on a stage without falling or know where the hell he is at any time uh, during the day. All of those things are leading to the demise of Joe Biden's political career and the preferential uh, and the uh, pre- preference by preference by Democrats to pick President Biden in 2024 for another four years. It's great news for America. The last thing we want is another four years of Joe Biden. The best thing for America would be another four years of Donald Trump. And based on what we're seeing around the country, that's exactly what's going to happen. And I'm going to break down the latest polls for you here in just a minute. But first, we are almost sold out of our very first run of the untold story of Christmas. People, you guys have been jumping at this thing. And on Friday, I actually met with my priest and I gave him a copy and he read it. And we decided uh, this is something that would be great to read to our entire congregation. So he invited me to the to come on February. I'm sorry, on December the 8th and read this book to his entire congregation there at, at my Catholic church. But if you, you don't have to come, you can just, we'll send you a copy. All you have to do is go to the untold story of Christmas.com, the untold story of Christmas.com. And you can get your own copy of this book, which people are saying is beautifully illustrated, wonderfully written, and just really inspiring. Uh, it's going to be part of your family's new holiday tradition that you're going to love. You're going to read it every year. And, uh, and I want you to get one of the first 1000 copies. They're available right now at the untold story of Christmas.com. We will make more, but the first thousand are always special. Plus they're already ready to go and ship out. You know, you may have to wait if you wait too long back to Donald Trump. So over the weekend, there was a poll that was released regarding swing states and swing states, as we've talked about many times on this program, are very important to winning because, well, again, it's not the popular vote. It's who gets the most electoral votes, much to the chagrin of most Democrats. They'd rather be the popular vote because that's all they can ever seem to get. Um, they can't get to, to the electoral college minimum of 270 to win uh, without, you know, some chicanery, if you will, some shenanigans, some kind of hocus pocus that goes on magically in the background. Um, but the electoral map doesn't look good for them in 2024 for a couple of reasons. Well, really five reasons. Number one is Nevada. Nevada is a state that uh, Donald Trump is leading by more than 10 percentage points over Joe Biden. And if Donald Trump snags Nevada, that's a win for him. That's a huge state with a lot of electoral votes. And that's a state that Joe Biden, uh, you know, I think thinks he could comfortably win. Again, this is a state where very similarly in the larger cities, Las Vegas and Reno and places like that, you're going to have more of a liberal, you're going to have more of a liberal caucus or concentration. But if you go throughout the state of Nevada, man, it's as conservative as they get. It's a a lot of cowboys and cowgirls and good old fashioned folk who love God and the Constitution and want to do whatever they can to make sure that the Democrats don't uh, destroy either of them. So Nevada is a huge win for Donald Trump, and he's leading there. Also, Georgia. We all know what happened in Georgia last year. Donald Trump was winning Georgia. Then all of a sudden, whoa, he's not winning Georgia. Then he said, I won Georgia. What's going on? But there's got to be more votes out there. 
And then the uh, folks in Georgia said, you're under arrest for speaking your First Amendment rights. You're under arrest. We're going to you can't come in here and question our elections. You're going to jail. Uh, and that that battle's still raging in Arizona. Donald Trump lost Arizona to uh, Joe Biden. And that was a tumultuous situation because Fox News called Arizona for Joe Biden before the polls even closed. It was a really bizarre thing to do. No one quite understood it. And it caused their election analyst to resign or get fired or whatever. And it drove a big wedge between Donald Trump and Fox News, which now is, I mean, that's a non-existent relationship. As it is, they've severed ties with each other. But that was huge. While, the, while people were still voting, Fox News called Arizona for Donald Trump and a lot of people, or for Joe Biden, rather, and a lot of people think swayed the election in one way or the other. In, uh, in Michigan, in Michigan, Donald Trump leads Joe Biden by five percentage points. And that's huge because Michigan is one of those Rust Belt swing states that Donald Trump won uh, in 2016, which helped him defeat Hillary Clinton. It's also a huge union state, as we know, because, well, the UAW just got visits from Donald Trump and Joe Biden. And it appears that the folks in Michigan have had enough of Bidenomics. They want all of their wages raised. They don't want to have to strike. They just want to live a good life. They want to make a decent wage. They want to be able to support their families. They want to be able to buy gas and eggs and, and, and all that kind of stuff. And let's face it, it's an auto industry state, and the auto industry runs on fossil fuels still, no matter what Joe Biden wants you to think. Uh, and fossil fuels are very important to their livelihood. Joe Biden hates fossil fuels. He thinks dead dinosaurs are the worst thing that ever happened to this country, and he wants everything to be electric. Boogie, woogie, woogie. Well, they're going to boogie, woogie, woogie him right out of the White House in Michigan. Another state where Donald Trump is leading is Pennsylvania. I believe this has a lot to do with John Fetterman, but I, you know what? Maybe not. Maybe maybe people in Pennsylvania really like John Fetterman and think he's doing a great job and, 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 uh, and, and don't think that they got taken for a ride by the Democrat Party. Maybe they look at John Fetterman and go, yes, he is the best representative of Pennsylvania, Pennsylvanians and Pennsylvania values. Or maybe they look at John Fetterman and go, those Democrats, what, did, what are they thinking? They put Uncle Fester with a stroke up in office and they made us think that he's the best person for the job. We'll show them. We want Donald Trump back. And uh, so Pennsylvania is leaning toward Trump. Wisconsin, Joe Biden still has a slight lead. But I believe I believe as Joe Biden gets older and Donald Trump continues to visit Wisconsin, I believe that will switch. Don't forget, the Republican National Convention is in Milwaukee next year. And Milwaukee is in, well, Wisconsin. Uh, in the meantime, there's a lot of other things that are going to bring back down Joe Biden's uh, me meager, if you will, popularity. One of them is this huge outbreak of anti-Semitism in the United States, States and the rise of this pro-Hamas, pro-Palestinian movement. In fact, over the weekend at the White House, and there were hundreds and hundreds of pro-Palestinian protesters who descended on the White House gates. They started scaling the White House gates. They started smat. They took like red paint on their hands because that's a cool thing to do. And they started slamming it on the walls to make it look like bloody handprints, all just defacing the White House. The Secret Service had to come in and tell them to rip their banners down. It was just mayhem and it was chaos and it was horrible. And uh, oh, they were chanting F Joe Biden as well, although they weren't using F. They were using the actual word that F stands for. And this all shows a deterioration of support for Joe Biden by anybody who believes terrorists are cool. And apparently there's a lot of those. There's a lot of them in uh, Michigan. There's a lot of them in uh, Massachusetts at all the Ivy League schools up north. There's a lot of them in California, apparently. In fact, they're popping up all over the country. They're popping up all over the world. 
So many anti-Semites are alive and well here in the United States of America. And it's really going to do it's going to do really bad things for Joe Biden's poll numbers with that particular group because Joe Biden has supported Israel. Now, fun fact, even though Joe Biden has publicly supported Israel, the Jews in this country ain't buying it. They don't think he's done enough to support Israel. They don't like that he's calling for a ceasefire. They don't like that he created this new national initiative to fight Islamophobia while anti-Semitism is running rampant. And they definitely don't like that these Ivy League colleges and universities are allowing their students to run rampant around the quad, calling Israel an apartheid and, uh, and demanding a ceasefire and supporting people who kill Jews for fun. So they're pulling all of their money in support. And a lot of them, in addition to that, are pulling their money in support for Joe Biden. Because look, there's only one group that has, that has no qualms about who they support in this whole uh, back and forth. There's only one political party that has never, ever, ever been questioned about its support for Israel, and that is the Republican Party. The Republican Party has 100% been behind Israel since day one. The Republican Party has done everything to fortify Israel's position. Donald Trump moved the American embassy to Jerusalem, which no other president had the cojones to do. Donald Trump has a little square outside that embassy named Donald Trump Square or Donald Trump Park or Donald Trump land. Well, I don't, know, I don't even know what it's called, but it's right there. Donald Trump pledged support for Israel countless times, had a strong connection with Israel, was able to broker peace agreements between Israel and its neighbors, including Jordan, including the United Arab Emirates, including a couple of others, was working on a major agreement with Saudi Arabia, which was about to be uh, solidified. And Joe Biden came around and mucked it all up. So if there's any Jews left in the Democrat Party, they have an alternative. They have a pro-Israel. They have a pro-Israel, pro-Zionist alternative in Donald Trump and the Republican Party because there's never been any. The Republican Party has never come forward and said, hey, you know what? Hamas may have a point. The Republican Party has never come out and said, hey, you know what? Those uh, those those terrorists from Gaza that are shooting rockets toward Israel, that they're stealing money from the women and the children and they're and they're pulling up the water pipes and they're using them to create missile launchers. Those those terrorists in, in Gaza, they maybe were provoked by Israel. Maybe just the existence of Israel is, is, you know what? I don't think it is Hamas that wants to kill all the Jews. I think Israel's the one that's committing genocide against Palestine. You never hear, not one Republican that I know of has ever said that, which means that if you're a displaced Jewish person in the United States of America, who's upset with Joe Biden and the Democrat party, there's a great place for you. It's called the Republican party where we don't stand with terrorists at all. We stand with our brothers and sisters uh, in Israel. Now, that means that there could be potentially more swings in the polls, that Donald Trump could get more of a boost in places like Wisconsin. He could even get boosts in strongholds that are typically uh, Democrat, like New York and California. There's a lot of Jewish Americans in both of those states and a lot of Jewish Americans who are rallying against Joe Biden, who are rallying against the Democrat Party and can't believe that anyone in the Democrat Party, let alone the leader, would uh, would create, would say, hey, we have a we have a rash of Islamophobia in this country when it's the anti-Semitic crowd that's doing all of the hate and the angry yelling and the screaming and the protesting and the and the slapping fake blood on the White House. So as we head into 2024, Donald Trump seems to be in a very solid position while Joe Biden seems to be crumbling and not just physically and mentally, but also in the polls, the physical and mental thing. That's also a problem because most people think Joe Biden's just too damn old to be president. And again, that's not just Republicans. That's seven out of 10 Democrats. 
we're going to be watching today. There's elections uh, all over the country tomorrow. Could they be a bellwether for whether or not the Republicans uh, can take back the the um, the Senate, take back the White House, build their base in the in the House of Representatives, or will they still have a lot of work to do? Like I said, we'll be following that on the Marquee Show today at noon, eleven east, uh, two, noon Eastern, eleven Central. Also, don't forget to grab your copy of the Untold Story of Christmas, a beautiful retelling. Speaking of Israel and Palestine, uh, that takes place in the Holy Land during the time of Christ. Um, with uh, Caesar Augustus and Jesus Christ and their parallel tales, how they're so similar and yet so different. People love this book, and I know you're going to love it too. Go to the untoldstoryofchristmas.com. We'll get one of the first 1,000 copies out the door to you today. Like as soon as you order, we'll package it up and get it out. The untoldstoryofchristmas.com. Thanks so much for downloading this podcast, watching this video. Thanks for joining me. Uh, keep listening because we will be back here every single day with more information, more stuff that you need to know. More, more detailed info about who's your friend, who's your enemy, who we need to fight so that we can all save the republic.